Uh, President Trump says he will no longer support legislative efforts to protect so-called dreamers from deportation. In a tweet, the president declared DACA is dead. Declaring DACA dead is also a full reversal for Mr. Trump, who said this in February 2017. We are going to deal with DACA with heart. It's a very difficult thing for me because, you know, I love these kids. The U.S. Department of Commerce announced Monday that it plans to add back a question on citizenship status to the 2020 census. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross explained the move on Fox Business Channel this morning. We've heard from people on all sides of the equation. We've done elaborate analyses within the Census Department, and we've concluded that the benefits to the Voting Rights Act enforcement of asking the question outweighs these other issues. The state of California is suing the administration, calling the move unconstitutional. California Attorney General Javier Becerra said today that it would lead to an inaccurate headcount. You're listening to The Devil's Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Brandon Condit. And I'm also your host, Mitchell Hernandez. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth a conversation where an independent liberal, like myself, and an independent conservative, like myself, can share different viewpoints without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics. So with that, let's get started. As President Donald Trump gets more aggressive with calls for Congress to act on immigration, a caravan of more than 1,200 Central Americans is making its way through Mexico towards the U.S. border. Trump wants the caravan stopped and called on Mexico Sunday to halt the flow, threatening in a tweet to kill NAFTA if Mexico doesn't. The episode adding pressure on Trump, who is already feeling heat from hardliners in his own party, disappointed with progress so far to tighten the border. Trump urged Congress Monday to pass immigration policy by any means necessary. And at the White House Easter egg roll, Trump took the opportunity to air his grievances with the DACA program, which protects so-called dreamers that Trump moved to end last year. The Democrats have really let them down. They've really let them down. It's a shame. And now people are taking advantage of DACA. And that's a shame. And this wall looks good. Trump made hardline immigration policies a centerpiece of his campaign. But so far, he has failed to sell Congress on his border plans. So a giant wall from the Pacific to the Gulf remains unfunded for now. Michelle Keller Hyman. You don't know that name. I do. None of you do either. <laughs> so let me tell a little personal story just to jump right into the show this week. You notice I didn't say the tagline, Frank. I, I learned from last week. Um, but here's the story. So, Mitch, a while ago, you and I had a conversation. It was way back in, like, the first probably five episodes of the show. I don't know which one offhand. Okay. Um, but we had a, we had a conversation about friendships and politics right right and um and, and how they're how impossible the pol- and well on how the political 
environment has gotten so whatever, so volatile that like it's hard to maintain friendships. Um sometimes for some people um some people so are really dumb have a, <laughs> well here's here's a personal story that i have um that happened to me recently um so michelle was a friend of mine on facebook um no longer not by my choice but he, here's what happened you messed up so son. <laughs> no so the <laughs> the gun conversation we've we've been going back and forth with you, us on on this show we've been talking about this now for i mean off and on throughout the entirety of the show but the but more recently especially with the whole parkland thing and the march against our lives and all of right. this stuff um so there's a lot on there's a lot of things happening on social media a, a lot of misinformation a lot of opinion about you know the kids or gun control or whatever um so there's there's a post that's been going around um that shows I know that you've seen her I can't remember her name but she's one of the like main faces one of the teenagers um that was kind of leading up this uh march march for our lives thing she was the girl with the shaved head who got shit from conservatives for wearing a cuban patch on the day of the uh uh, Cuban flag on her jacket the day of the march. Anyway, so at some point she did a photo shoot for um, I think it was Teen Vogue magazine or some shit like that mm-hmm. in which she is in front of a green screen and she is ripping up a um, a gun target and with the hashtag well, never again. That's not what I saw. Right. <laughs> Well, so you probably have seen the post floating around that shows her. Somebody has has uh, edited the image, and it is no longer a it's no longer a gun uh, shooting target. It is the Constitution, right? Um, you know, and so obviously that riles a certain group of voters up, as it probably you know I duh, I you expect that, um, but. Friends of mine have posted that as well on Facebook. So I <laughs> took the time to point out that hey, just so you know, this isn't this this is not real. This is a doctored image. Right. So this conversation that you guys have been having like it's not real. That that's cool. <laughs> right. But you should know this isn't real. So I posted that comment with a link to the story about like, look, here's what it really was. And on on Michelle's post. And I thought that my Facebook fucked up. Sometimes my mobile, you know, connectivity isn't the greatest. And the comment didn't show up. Like, I posted it, but it wasn't there. And I was like, huh, I thought I saw it a second ago, but maybe something fucked up. Okay, whatever. So I was busy. I was doing stuff. Later on, that people were commenting on it. I was getting notifications. Like, I did comment, but it wasn't showing up. So I posted it again. (laughs) And then... It got deleted immediately, and I got a nasty message in my in my private messaging about how we're not going to agree on guns, so I'm a proud Trump-voting American, gun-wielding American, <laughs> and if you don't like my post, you could fuck off. You I don't actually think that she said, I, I don't actually think that she said fuck off, but she basically said, like, you can unfriend me if you don't like it. First of all, know something about me. I will never unfriend That's somebody. That's not going to happen, pol- no. For political reasons, 
I am big enough to have a conversation with you right. and disagree with you and not be so mad that I have to end a friendship over it. Either okay? you best me so, or I repeatedly best you or it's just a draw right. on different perspectives. Like, I'm not going to get rid of any of my friends because right. of it. They might hate me. So basically, me. I, I, was told, I was told, don't comment on my shit because we don't, we don't agree on this. And to which my response was, so basically, I think what you're saying to me is that you want to post opinions publicly, but you don't want to be scrutinized when the information is wrong. <laughs> and um, and to which I got yes. like a, a big long caps locked thing about you know Dude, that was when I got the you should have backed off, response. man. Caps lock is no joke. That's when it gets yeah, serious. no shit. So so, but what sucked for me, and the reason I'm even bringing this up, is because I wasn't allowed to respond to the gun toting Trump voting American what I was in the middle of typing was that's fine I don't care who you voted for and I don't have a problem with guns um, <laughs> I understand why Donald Trump was appealing to his voters when they voted for him so none of that bothers me but what does bother me is when false information is spread around the internet and is and is debated and and invokes these feelings of anger and and whatever when it's not correct information. Right. So, but I don't. It can care have different consequences you, too. I mean, we saw the guy who went and sh- tried to shoot up all the senators, and you know the dudes who came to right. Hillary's pizza party of child slavery. Like, right. don't be yeah. putting be riling up people's hatred because some people aren't as stable as you. And <laughs> they fucking go right. ape shit and try yeah, to kill people. Absolutely. So what was hilarious though was while I was typing that response, I was blocked and removed from her Facebook friends oh, list. So I wasn't allowed I wasn't allowed to respond. And I was like, Well fuck that. I have a podcast. Don't piss yeah. me off. You know what um, you need to do now? <laughs> so, you need to bust out the pen and paper and you need to write her a letter. And use a yeah, freedom no, stamp. I don't. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> no, my my thought though was, and and my only reason for bringing it up is because I because I think it's a good example of a conversation that that you and I have had on the show, and that the three of us have had a, tons of times um, about just how volatile it is. I sh- we shouldn't be willing to throw away friendships over disagreements that wasn't even a disagreement to me that was a misunderstanding right um but but especially now because you know, like it's kind of calmed down like everyone who's gonna right. defriend each other has already done that during the election and you know even republicans who voted for trump most of them i wouldn't say most of them a lot of them are kind of like all right i'm just gonna be quiet because this guy sucks right now and right the liberals are kind of like all right well we're a little bit you know, vindicated because they're agreeing that he sucks right now. I've seen it calm right. down a bit, but there are those people who are just kind of clinging to it and saying like, no, you know, right. everything and is, it's is just, terrible. I don't know. To me, this whole idea of, um, because I felt like in the heat of that exchange, what basically I was told at the end of it by more by action than conversation was, look, you can agree with me or, you can shut the fuck up. And <laughs> that's that's not really a healthy mindset to be in, whether, you know, it's me and a friend on Facebook or whether it's me and a, just a 
random person I don't know, right. or whether it's anybody for anything. That's not a that's not a healthy mindset to be in. That you know, it's an echo chamber, is what it is. Right. Um, now, for people who care and want to know, Donald Trump is still high in the approval rating for him. He's still at forty two percent. So regardless of how shitty he's been, or at least how shitty I think, and we both, we all three have basically been agreeing with the past couple of weeks, he's still got a higher approval rating than he normally has. So just something to yeah. think about. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, he's, but again, something also to think about, he won't run against Hillary Clinton again. They're already so. trying to, <laughs> they're trying to. I've already seen yeah, a bunch of those ads that have come out for the, nah, the midterm. And it's like Hillary Clinton. It's like, uh, I thought she lost. No. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here with that. That's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. All right, so now that I've cleared that off my chest because I've been stewing over that for, like, a few days, um, let's jump into into the show now. Um, we've, got, we've got kind of a big list of stories here. We'll see how many of them we can get through. Um, we'll start out with immigration because immigration has been on the on – the, TV screens and radio and, and talked about over the radio waves for the last couple of weeks. Um, Donald Trump is waking up daily now and tweeting tweeting about immigration, which is always yeah, that's always welcome. Um, no, wrong. So let's see. We've got we've got three here. Let's start with his most recent tweet: "The DACA is dead." Um, yeah, DACA is dead. DACA is dead. That's just and the way it the is. The Democrats, the Democrats did miss an opportunity. Well, to, not to not entirely in, because I think bill. right now they have time. Uh, if I remember correctly, the the um, one of the judges extended it, so like that deadline that we were all talking about in March or whatever, it wasn't real. I think it's extended to like September or something. So, right. like it's not it's dead in the sense that he's saying I'm not going to make a deal on this anymore. You missed your opportunity because you're not doing what I want you to do, but. As far as I know, it is still alive. They can still make a deal. It's not past its deadline. So right. Unless I'm wrong, correct so, me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but I, I don't that's know. That's how I understand. Frank, do you it. have an article? Yeah, uh, it does not actually mention anything about that. It just talks about the fact that um, uh, Trump ended DACA last September, gave Congress a deadline until March 5th, which came and passed without anything mm-hmm. happening. Um, they failed to find a resolution, and they're not accepting any additional applications at this time. Yeah, that is uh-huh. true. Yeah. So, I um, mean, I don't, I can't imagine it's dead for forever. Like, there, although we'll eventually have to do something with it, I'm sure. Yeah, we all know what will. it's going to be. It's going to be build the fucking wall, get the DACA. That's that's the deal. It's not going to change. What's funny? What's hilarious about it is like he's already turned down three proposals for that exact thing yeah so, but not really like every single time one of them came with you know broad stipulations and restrictions you and think not the next really one won't? giving him what he wants to do it's like here's a year's worth of funding and chain migration stays and we get everything we want it's like it's not really a do deal do you think do you think the next one won't come with the same stipulation no, of course it will because again they're just neither neither i think donald trump means well in this area but I don't think the Democrats can live with themselves for the wall being built. And I, I think yeah. that they're willing yeah. to just not let Trump DACA be- happen in order yeah. to, you know, as long as that wall's not built, they see that as a bigger victory 
And they can just blame Trump for not passing DACA because he is the one who's effectively right. not doing it. So Right. And I yeah, and I think they will probably be successful at blaming him for that. Now, as now a Latino, like, I will tell you, that shit don't fly. The Latino community is like, dude, we see you. You're not fooling us. Like you're, right. you're Democrats are the ones that aren't helping. And I'm hearing a lot of Mexicans that I know and talk to saying the same thing, going like, hey, guys. It's cool to sit on your hands, but uh, help. <laughs> so yeah, but again, but again, the the simple fact of the matter is, I said it last week, and I've said it to you multiple times. Like, you can only take that nine Democrats are holding this up argument so far. You, no, you like, can because it's kind of what's happening. Appeal to them. Appeal to them. Win them. That's what Congress is. Fucking compromise. Come on, we all get yeah, them. Okay, so you've got Obama, how many members? How many members? Just well, appeal like, to the, the Tea Party, here? Obama. Why didn't you just appeal to them? Come on, you're better than like, that, Obama. Come on, no. Everyone <laughs> right, knows I, that it's bullshit, and they're just stonewalling everyone. That we all know that's what's actually happening. So that doesn't fly too give far. Give them with me. what? What? How many did they want originally? Like. 1.7 million or something. That was the deal. Or they originally million? wanted 800,000. That, right, that, but what did it, it... It went up to 3 million, didn't it, at some point in the hmm. negotiating? I think at some point it was suggested. I think with the, the deal that was floated was 1.7 million. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Give them that. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Democrats on board. Uh, they're not, though, because then they say, oh, but what about 3 million? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it turns no, to I shit, you. you know? So, again, that's just kind of, that's where we're at. So is DACA dead? I, Yeah, I think so. Because, again, I, just, I don't think Democrats are going to do it. And we can't do it unless Democrats are, well, let me rephrase that. Again, I don't think Democrats are going to accept the wall. I think Donald Trump can live with accepting DACA recipients and extending that. He can live with that. Democrats can't live with the wall. That's just too big for them. And I just think it's well, going to deteriorate. The other problem we have with Trump is that he doesn't know where he stands in the wall. Like one minute he's mad that he's not getting funding for the wall, and the next minute he's <laughs> tweeting that the wall is being built, even though it's just like repairing like two miles yeah. in California. Regardless of how stupid he is when he talks about the wall, he's committed to this goddamn wall. Like he's <laughs> yeah. he's he is pushing for it. That's what he. Well, wants. that's because that's the only other thing he really talked about besides of repealing Obamacare, and he failed at doing that. So it's like his last. Hail well, Mary that he Again, throw. Obamacare is gone. Effectively, it is gone. There's really nothing left of it besides pre-existing. I mean, except for all the it. Americans that still have insurance that didn't 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. fine. Like the Again, the exchange is open, but the big thing that they were against for Obamacare, no one gave a shit that, that they gave poor people insurance. They cared about the mandate. That's gone. You, He's, right. he's fulfilled the Republican part of that deal but the, but the mandate isn't what caused premiums to go up it was part was of it? it yeah i mean it, it wasn't it's supposed to I would be think the adding opposite. people I would, I would think adding people to the pool at all would cause premiums to go up yeah especially no one, if you're adding no one did it that was the it. problem no one actually did the mandate no one actually bought insurance they just took the penalty and then right. <laughs> and a lot of people yeah. just stopped That's... doing their taxes because of it and was like all right well shit yeah, I know some of those people. Because yep. um, <laughs> so. it sucks. It's just it it wasn't what they wanted to do. So again, the 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 reason the premium skyrocketed is because you took seven what fifteen million of the world or the country's poorest people who couldn't pay for insurance and was like, let's just add them in the mix. This is gonna work out great. How are we gonna pay for it? I don't know. <laughs> right. Like, well, 
you don't. That's so, that was the obvious answer. In keeping with immigration and DACA, um, people without borders. Um, I don't know if you've got an article over there, Frank. Who are these people? Uh, about this. But basically, this is an organization that is marching somewhere between 500 and 1,000, um, mainly Hondurans uh, immigrants from violent areas through through Central America, through Mexico, to our border to ask for sanctuary um, when they get to the United States. And Donald Trump is losing his shit about it. Well, He's some... tweeting that that's, that's where the DACA is dead. Tweet was in yeah. reference to well because it is um, a big deal there's a lot of them coming and they did say that only some of them plan on seeking asylum a lot of them plan on just trying to get here and then if they get caught then they're going when they go to deep uh get deported then they're going to apply for si- asylum which is going to take longer go through the immigration courts so that's kind of the the open plan is like hey we're gonna illegally come here and then some of us are going to do you know ask for asylum but a lot of us are just going to try to get in and if we get caught we're then just going to ask for asylum at that point. That's the idea. Right. So I can understand why people who are, you know, immigration is a problem big deal. Yeah, would have a problem with it because it's kind of a big deal. Um, right. You know, to me, it's, yeah, it's it called, does it's called catch and sense. release, I believe is the term they use. Yeah. I mean, to, to me, the big thing is that what a lot of people don't realize and remember is that it's not Mexicans that are coming over. They're coming through Mexico. They're running from the cartels in Central America. And, yeah, most right. of them come further south than Mexico. Yeah, they're coming from Chile. And well, if from... you be- if you listen to Sean Hannity, it is the cartels that are coming. It's all MS-13. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, again, so... they they know that there is there are sanctuary cities here, that especially on the borders. There are places for them to come in, and they can know they can come in and do it. And again, you see very high levels of crime in these areas. I, won't, right. I don't what think I'm it's crazy to think that let, that it's happening. Let's not buy into they're all drug dealers. Of course they rapists. aren't, but That's let's also I'm not saying. buy into the fact that it's not happening because a lot of people just want to pretend that they're just little sweet five-year-olds and they're not. That's fine. No, that's fine. I get it. It's definitely happening to some extent. I'm just not I'm not buying the, the extreme, obviously, which you most of the time shouldn't, um, that like – Hey, guess what? There's a thousand people, and probably 960 of them are gang members. Yeah, I don't know, man. Again, we yeah we're seeing gangs <laughs> come by, so obviously this is concerning. I mean, we we don't want just a bunch of people to come in illegally. And I know that for whatever reason, there's a bunch of advocacy groups in America that seem to want exactly that, which I I don't understand it. I understand that we I I think that they should be treated like refugees, but I also think that, you know, Mexico needs to help out, too, and not just be like, hey, we're the bridge to America. Come on through. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucked. If we if we want Mexico's help, we should probably not have a president who shits on them regularly. Well, that's not going to happen. Pena Nieto. And besides, he's on his way out. That guy doesn't even matter anymore. But <laughs> which one? <laughs> Trump or? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. Again, it's a popularity contest, and he's he's hanging on to forty two percent, and people aren't polarized yet. Once they get well, to there's no the election, there's no other candidate yet. So we'll see because this blue wave is happening, and it seems to be at least I believe that it's going to happen. And, I I think you're right, but that could that could shock the system, and then all of a sudden you get a bunch of liberals in there that don't Adam know what Cole, doing. baby, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're you like, oh my god, what have we done? That Frank does. We got a. 
We got to mobilize and keep Trump in there and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to see. I don't know who I'm voting for. I'm going to watch and see where the candidates are, see if Marco Rubio challenges him. <laughs> That'd be oh, great. Please, but it's please be Marco Rubio. If, if he ever yeah. – please challenge Trump. I, that would be hilarious. This is all going to depend I, – I can't imagine myself voting for a Democrat just because I truly believe they don't know what the fuck Claire McCaskill, doing. bro. She would knows what the fuck she's doing if she were to run for president, but she isn't. She's running for Senate. It's, <laughs> psych! I'm running for both. No, but <laughs> she knows what she's doing. I don't believe most Democrats know what they're doing. They're really good at, at yelling and saying and being angry at the moment. But that's really it. I don't hear anything that they're Hashtag saying. Hashtag Roy Moore. <laughs> exactly. Roy Moore didn't know anything, just how to creep out people at the mall. That's why, luckily, we didn't vote that guy in. <laughs> yeah, but, no shit. Yeah, so I doubt that, but uh, it's going to be hard voting for Trump again, depending on how this next couple of years go. All right, so who wants to yell about the census, you dirty immigrant? This is a, this is a perfect segue, too, because it completely, in my opinion, proves my point of how Anytime the Republicans are stupid, the Democrats just like put their beer down and is like, I can be dumber. So this census thing yeah. is ridiculously dumb on both sides. And basically, for people who don't know, the census, the 2020 census is now going to have a question on it that says, are you a citizen or not? Which my obvious response to that is no one who isn't a citizen is going to be like, oh, nope, not me. <laughs> where do i fill in my address uh here we go (laughs) like and i've seen that complaint a lot is that all this is going to do is skew the data that is it helps district accordingly and obviously you know immigrants typically vote democratic so what's really going to do is help republicans redistrict in the long run and i've heard that theory i I also think that that if you're yeah but if you if you agree with that if you think that that's true then shouldn't these guys not be counted because if they're illegal and that's why they're not answering on the census and therefore you know registering things to help republicans that means that these guys are voting democrat and they shouldn't be because they're not legal so well, i don't we really are, know but we've been through this though there isn't a lot of illegal voting like that's not a thing that happens so they might redistrict in a way that like that helps democrats but they're not getting more votes from it they might be getting redistrict in a way that helps them but yeah. i don't think they're i don't they're benefiting yeah yeah but again, I don't. To me, it, that looks like it's illegal skewing the the system for one party, and I don't like that. I mean, gerrymandering I don't, I don't in like general, like the, re- yeah, but the redrawing wait, wait of districts. Minute. Your party is the party of gerrymandering. Oh, shut so, the fuck up! Well, you know both parties yeah. do it. They just yeah, yeah they just. We, call we I know, but I also know who's I also know who's benefiting from it right now. So <laughs> yeah, Demo- uh, Republicans had a good run for like what ten years or something like that. Yeah, the so. last decade has really been them. Yeah, it happens. I, it happens every ten years. Every census, we drew, redraw the maps based on population movement. Yeah, uh, and what that's was essentially the, what, was what the they're Irish hoping guy? for. Uh, the Irish guy that ran for uh, Democrat, uh, Patty O'Patty. Gregor. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna take this fucking Hillary out. <laughs> oh, you should no, do the whole podcast the with that accent, please. <laughs> I can't remember this guy's name, but he ran against her. Um, he got pretty far, and and then you know he just was like, "All right, I, I'm dropping out." He was like the the third to last besides Bernie. Um, but yeah, he came out and he was like, "Yeah, I have to call my own party out. I made these redistricting, like I helped redistrict this, and I did it to help the Democrats, and I just it's not fair." So kudos to him for doing that. And again, gerrymandering is something that it's basically like you know. Take, putting your foot over the line in a race. Like, ev- everyone does it. Some 
it doesn't matter who you are. There's some people who are doing it, but regardless, I don't like the fact that that the whole point of the census is <laughs> you to stepped over the line. You stepped over the line. Fuck. Mark mark it an eight, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of the census is to get accurate information. I think this will deter getting accurate information. So I think it's stupid. However, I, I think it's equally and I guess more stupid <laughs> the democrats in california were like hold on a second if you're trying to ask people a completely legal question we're gonna say it's illegal and they started like jumping up and down and <laughs> screaming that asking yeah. asking people if they're a citizen on the fucking census is illegal and harassment and all this i'm like you guys are really fucking stupid like you really no, it was no, now it was no it was struck harassment. down it was struck down in the 50s because they saw it as it, when, you know, there was a wave of trying to get rid of discriminatory laws, and that went because it was considered a discriminatory law. I so, think like, that's it has stupid. precedent of why we don't ask anymore. <laughs> to me, isn't that the same as every single medical or legal document that's ever asked me what my race is? Right. That's, that's discriminatory. Hey, you can't only oh, can only come in here if you have a membership. That's discriminatory. Let's get rid of that. Right. But <laughs> like plus again, it all comes down to it all comes down to it's stupid. It because is stupid. whether you whether you ask the question or not, no one's gonna say no. Yeah. Like the, the problem I have with the Democrats no? right now is that they're all up in and I can't remember the guy's name. He's some California Democrat who is all up in arms and all the other guys were up in arms. Like, Hippie we're gonna fight this tooth and nail. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> When did the like? It seems like the Democrats just all got together and they're like, "All right, guys, we're gonna do some reverse psychology on the constituents here. Anything that's legal, we're gonna say is illegal, and we hate it. And anything that's actually illegal, we're gonna fight tooth and nail for it. And it makes no fucking sense. And it's just like the party's platform at the moment, especially. It, it's kind of how Republicans are screaming about fake news when the news is <laughs> backed up by science. <laughs> it's just maddening. Uh, no, no touche. Both sides do fake news and they love it. Watch oh, MSNBC. Both for of a them while. do, and both of them do gerrymandering. You know, it's and both of them yeah. do this. I don't know, exactly. man. The only person I see spreading fake news right now is Michelle. It is the latest round in an escalating trade fight between the world's two largest economies. China counterpunched today with new tariffs against U.S. products. The move fuel fears of disrupting trade that totals $650 billion a year. Fox News confirming the U.S. has given notice to 60 Russian diplomats at the embassy and the U.N., and they have one week to pack up and leave the country. Administration also ordering the closure of the Russian consulate in Seattle. A rare recess for TV host Laura Ingram. I'll be off next week for Easter break with my kids. The Fox News anchor announced last night she's taking a vacation just a day after apologizing for her online battle with Parkland shooting survivor David Hogg. I don't accept her apology, and I don't think it was sincere. More than a dozen sponsors dropped her, including Nestle and Hulu, after she tweeted this week that the 17-year-old was rejected by four colleges and whines about it. It was just really frustrating. It hurts to be rejected from college, obviously. Ingram supporters have started the hashtag I stand with Laura. And today, Fox News released a statement calling Ingram's absence a pre-scheduled spring vacation. How could you have voted for him, Roseanne? He talked about jobs, Jackie. He said he'd shake things up. I mean, this might come as a complete shock to you, but we almost lost our house the way things are going. Have you looked at the news? Because now things are worse. Not on the real news. Oh, police! 
Roseanne 2.0, the big reboot with a mega rating success this week. ABC is poised to renew the classic 90s sitcom. All right, now I guess let's get into the rest of the week and let's stick to, I guess, more like foreign policy. If you can, I guess immigration is the opposite of foreign policy. So let's get into <laughs> foreign policy. Um, so we had talked a couple of weeks ago about how China um, had, uh, or how we had put tariffs on some Chinese goods. Um, Steel and aluminum. It was. Yeah, that was a that was a move that Donald Trump had made, and now this week we are seeing that um, China is responding, and I believe the number is 128 of our products or our goods are, are having tariff, tariffs levied on them. But I know Frank has some stuff on it, so I'll let you mm-hmm. read a little bit. Yeah, that was pretty much it. So China <coughs> increased tariffs by up to 25% on 128 U.S. products. You are correct. Uh, everything from frozen pork to wine, uh, certified fruits, nuts. Um, so this is an escalating a dispute between the world's biggest economies, and that's because of our – obviously, we tax steel and aluminum. Right. Uh, the tariffs, uh, which took effect as of this recording uh, last Monday, I believe, or the Monday before um, – they amount to up to like three billion dollars, um, so it is a pretty big deal. Yeah, and it. Yeah, I guess they, I mean, there's people wondering if there was going to be retaliation. So you can quit wondering because there there is. Yeah, Trump already right. said he's going to hit the the tech sector, so we'll see huh. another big plunge so, in the markets. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. And we'll have to see if so, a uh, if a trade war is easy to win like he thinks it is. <laughs> remember remember a guy that sounded like me several months ago that was like yeah so the success of the uh stock market is great if you're the president but you probably shouldn't tie yourself to it because when you go fucking shit up you're still tied to fucking shit up yeah now let's like, let's let's be clear the stock markets aren't doing poorly like, let me be it, clear I mean, let me be clear they're down like four percent on the year so it's not they're not terrible they're just not as good as they were well that's Again, that's be. that's the Dow that they're looking at. The Dow is just the average of the, the top twenty companies. And if you've looked, every a lot of these companies have had major scandals like Facebook um, that have really hurt them. And then Amazon dealing with uh, Donald Trump's blowback, calling them out for not paying any taxes, uh, which is extremely ironic. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place on that one because it's like he's right; they don't pay taxes. But he also didn't pay taxes either. (laughs) Yeah. And it's hard not to see it also is like you getting back at the Washington Post because the same guy owns both. Yeah. But regardless, and I use Amazon all the time, there is a lot of shit that they do that, you know, is. Oh, yeah. And you can't deny the fact that they're putting out smaller, you know, putting smaller companies out of business. But here's the thing with Amazon. Yeah, you got to pay taxes, though. The, the, like. Yeah, it is that kind of a huge drain. It is. It is. But there are so many other companies that should be included in that criticism by the president that aren't. So it's not a step far enough in that in that sense. And it's the whole thing with Amazon is vindictive. It's not about Amazon. He doesn't give a shit about that. Well, he he said 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, he even said things that were 100 percent wrong. You know, he he, he made a claim that they lose 
uh, money on sending packages through Amazon. They don't. They, no, they don't. Know, they don't have to. They send, gain money. Yeah, they're going to lose right, money but, but, because Amazon is investing in their own logistics company. So they're going to switch over from FedEx and UPS to their own company and just cut those guys out. So they're going to, but they don't yet. Uh, and that's right. where he. But Trump just has this. Trump has this thing of ha- saying stuff that's like half true, like fifty-two percent of women <laughs> voted for me. No, that was white women. Like you have to qualify it. It's not really true. <laughs> My point though is that that just like the women's be march true. because no Republicans were there. That's fine. They're not real women. They don't count. I think, I think though that like it should be pointed out that that both things are true. Like it is bad yeah. that Amazon operates that way, and it's bad when any company operates that well, he's way. He's the richest man but, in the world as well. Like he's dethroned. Bill Gates. But you have to. That's what Donald cannot, Trump's upset about. Yeah. You can't set aside the fact that it, if it wasn't for the fact that he also owns the Washington Post, this probably wouldn't be happening. So to Amazon, because we were talking about to Amazon, <laughs> right? The tariffs, and we got onto Amazon because that's important. Like, not everyone is doing poorly in uh, the stock market right now. I mean, most people aren't doing as well, but a lot of places just have zero gain on the year so far. It's only been three months. So depending on where this goes, the problem so is you don't, gonna, know, you don't know what Donald Trump's going to say to make it go down again. So you can rally up, as the stock market has been doing, rallies up for three weeks and go, okay, now I'm, I'm back to 2% uh, return on the year. Awesome. You know, better than nothing. And then he says something stupid and slam. In one day, you can drop 5% and lose all those gains. Um, so is this going to start a trade war? Uh, I think it will. Uh, and again, a trade war do you- isn't necessary. We do have a huge deficit in trade with China. This is something that every president has talked about and has been needed to be fixed. I don't know if this is the right way to do it, but it, clearly everything else that they've tried isn't working. So again, I keep equating this to going on fourth down. It's If you don't make it, you are the biggest idiot on the fucking in the game. You, You're fucking stupid. If you it works, don't, it's a miracle. So if you don't make okay. it, do you think Wall Street then turns on Trump? Do you think like the the gains they're making from uh, what they thought he would do are not going to outweigh what he says on a daily basis or tweets? Yeah, I think they've they've, they've already uh, kind of turned on him just because a we're in a correction or we're not officially in a correction, but we're in correction territory. It's going to have to happen at some point, and. Uh, he he's added a lot of volatility into the the market before it was he was the opposite he was the stabilizing factor that just kept no volatility in the market everything if you look at every single stock and you say let's see what happened in the past two years you will see just a as soon as he's elected just a upward trend on every fucking thing now not so much some things are doing okay they, they, i guess are, they kind of thought they've worse. gotten all yeah they think they've gotten all they can out of trump and it's kind of time to move on yeah, because again, economics is one of those things that takes ten years to figure out. The market, you can figure that out by five o'clock. You can figure out what happened, what went wrong, when, you know, what the the reasons for it either rising or lowering were. So, and he's very reactionary. So <laughs> it's easy when to assign blame to him the... because it is his fault for a lot of these things, for both yeah. good and bad. So. Right well, now, it's, it's a combination of any... him and then constant scandals we're seeing, which, you know, nothing new. Yeah. When you combine it with the president, who's also very volatile when he speaks and has a tendency yeah. to fluctuate a market. They don't really go – they don't go too much into the markets on that one. Um, you know, when he's, he got a new sex scandal, he just rises in the polls. <laughs> like, that's all that happens uh, there. He's been pretty much – 
And he's been holding steady for, you know, around that 40, 42%. Every time for... there's a new, yeah, go go and check every single day. Like, look at the exact dates when each new allegation comes out or whatever. He rises. It's really weird, but it's true. For whatever reason, people like him more when he's got a sex scandal going on. Um, and then he does something stupid and it dips a little bit, but he's been kind of hanging out. So you know. do you think, though, that like <laughs> I, what I would I, what I would think then is that he's there's probably still a, an invisible two percent. Like, so let's say that he's always hanging around 40 and yeah. when something when he does something crazy, he jumps up to 42. That means that two percent is there. They're just not as fucking loud about it when yeah. he's not doing crazy. They're shit. They're not rooting him so, on. Yeah. At that. Right. Point. So and, basically and the other way have to well. wait till Tuesday and then he'll yeah. do something fucking other people dumb. are just kind of, you know, you know, just putting up with him and then he does something stupid and then they become vocally against him. You know, it, it right. kind of goes that way. But again, when it goes back to the markets, I get, there's two ways to look at it. So, yeah, it dips a whole lot. But if you have a lot of money, like what he just did to Amazon, there's no better fucking time to buy Amazon than right now because they're not going anywhere. They're clearly going to be good. And now their stock is cheaper than it's ever been. I mean, one stock, one stock is like, what, $1,000? to fucking buy <laughs> it's ridiculous i mean can you say the same thing about facebook that it was like the best time to Absolutely. buy facebook you know two weeks ago after well no Cambridge because it looks Analytica. like facebook has really been hit like people are actually getting see off that's of the facebook. danger you take that yeah because if it goes too far you I end don't... up hurting your own brand yeah so again there's always risk involved in the market but i think that facebook mm, i i couldn't believe it about a few months ago but now i think it's going to be starting to go down um Amazon, I don't see it. They've got too much invested. They've got all these cities just begging, throwing tax breaks at them to try to get that second headquarters in them. They're narrowing it down to like 50 cities, which is crazy. You know, they're opening their own logistics company. There's just really nothing that says, and he's the world's richest man. So yeah, they wiped out like 45 billion in a day. <laughs> that, that, that sucks. <laughs> but Again, when it comes down to I mean, it, I just I don't still think it's enough. Well, to you look at Facebook. Down. Didn't Zucker Zuckerberg lost like ten million in twenty four yep. hours because of the the scandal? Well, then he fucked up and he didn't. Yeah, and again, that's that's the one that just I don't understand because we all knew that was happening, or at least I thought we did, but apparently no one did, and now they're really upset about it. This is shit that well, the, the tinfoil pro- hat no, guys. The problem is that's no, but that's the specific. Is we we misreported on it last week when we, when we talked about it and like we don't well, way to go guys damn shit. um <laughs> we we talked that's what happens when you're not here mitch you can't <laughs> that's us. what happens that's what happens when you don't have journalistic integrity and you're having a conversation <laughs> um but no it's so a lot easier to thing and here's <laughs> what we didn't do is we didn't explain because frank you had made the point that um they were saying that 50 million users were affected but there was like a discrepancy between numbers and like there well was yeah and on their own on their website they claim 250 right so here's what happened what they used. and here's here's what happened and here's why people are pissed off so this this all happened because like people took a quiz right we talked about it last week somebody took a quiz and basically it said it asked for that user's information but mm-hmm. what it got access to was that user's friends Friend list based, yep. information as you well and and so basically it wasn't just taking it, it wasn't like because you know we all do that shit where we add an app and it's like hey do you allow it to like, yeah, yes whatever, whatever. i want to fucking play right so <laughs> we do that but like that should not that's on us that's our bad we should read that shit but it should not take our friends shit 
as a result. That's like yeah. so for for every person that did that, it had access to well, also you know, it did not two hundred friends it, or it, thousand it, friends yeah. or whatever. Well, it's, a, it's a long list. The app for, also for Facebook right now because yeah. they had that, they had Cambridge Analytica, they had the Russians, which they obviously knew they were being paid in rubles. Duh, <laughs> they're fucking Russian. So they yeah. had a lot of. It's not like it's one thing. You know, this isn't the only I bet, thing that, that. I bet Zuckerberg happened. wishes that he had a fucking salary now. <laughs> uh, he's probably sold all his shares and is going to his gated off island. So I think he'll be yeah, fine. No shit. Where he has a wall to he keep does him from wall. the community. <laughs> and the, and the, the people there, the locals, don't like his wall. He doesn't seem to yeah. care too much. So <laughs> he makes again, them pay for it. But that's why the Dow, you see the Dow going down so much. It, it's <laughs> all of these com- companies, one shape or another, have had problems with it. Let's let's take it back to China and what China's doing. And again, I do believe that, that we can win the trade war because we're the biggest consumer market and China's yeah, but- the biggest production market. So we need each other. And it hasn't been fair. If we can find a way, I don't. I wouldn't think that tariffs is the way to go, but we'll see. This is the tech. We're very tech heavy. Yeah, my, if but if we can win it, but who pays in the uh, short term? Because wouldn't that be consumers in America who? Yeah, <laughs> no, well, not really. Yeah, because consumers while are going to feel that too, lot, especially consider. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. I was going to say, you know, like we, they you know they're they're touting the fact that Americans have more money because of this tax plan they enacted. But isn't that going to be kind of like? Counterintuitive. Then we have to Americans have to pay more for each individual item, you know, for fruit, well, for nuts, for vegetables. Again, the problem with them having Americans having more money now than ever is that we're not making anything. So all that money was going to China anyway. So if you put tariffs on it and we it dissuades us from buying Chinese products, it might actually help American-made companies uh, more than than you. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, I can see how that works. I mean, it's not a it's not a, a sure a, thing. It's still going to cost more, and that and that's the bottom line. So it will cost more, but it's by how much? If it's just marginally more expensive for a, a high end electronic product that already is expensive, so people with disposable incomes are the one buying it, they and now the American product has become cheaper, then it, it'll end up helping us in that particular instance. But what's the aggregate? We don't know. Right. So again, you have to. We don't really know how it's going to play out. We know a few things. We know that China's the biggest production market. We know that America's the biggest consumer market. We need each other. And that they are heavily just – they they have the upper hand in this thing. So is this going to work? I don't know. I have no fucking clue. If it does, it's great. If it doesn't, you look fucking stupid. <laughs> and, and we'll just have to see. And that's where it is. And in the How meantime, long do you the, think before we would know? Are, yeah. In the meantime, the markets are going to suffer. Uh, but don't freak out. Again, uh, it depends on what your plans are. If you're in the market, you know, buy again, gold. Might be, yeah, gold's doing just fine. Um, it's been going <laughs> up. I think it's up 1.7 percent. I checked earlier. But um, Glenn Beck is like a profit, you know. <laughs> well, it went down not that too long ago, also. But again, it depends on what you're. You know, are you day trading? Are you actually trading? Are you just riding it out? Because you know that if you have a big blended fund, you're going to be okay. You know, because you got your hands and everything, and the things go up and down, and it's no big deal. So, again, unless you are a massive, you know, broker who's managing a shit ton of people's shit, <laughs> then you don't have a lot to worry about unless you're one of these companies that Donald Trump doesn't like. So, stop having a shitty newspaper and putting fake news out, Washington Post. <laughs> it's your fault. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Oh man. But that's that. We'll All see. Right. That was my. Yeah. No, I agree with general. you. Yeah. Sorry, I, I want to command you, Brandon. I want to. I want to command you, Brandon. Uh, Mitch said that's the bottom line, and you did not say because Stone Cold said so. And I just, that was, <laughs> I know that must have been hard for you. What a dunce! <laughs> I set you up, man. You know the and, and you the didn't. You could have spiked that it, ball. The reality of it is that it, I was probably like saw Stone Cold on the TV in the background and was just like, uh, yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> so, um. But so that's how, that's how he loses on. all of his arguments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on now to another, I guess, foreign policy um, story here, and one that we had touched on before when we had talked about the um, Russian, I guess, poisoning spy or whatever poisoning. Was it? He British poisons. informants or something like that. It was uh, for the it British was, government. It was he was London. A, a Russian spy. That's what it was. Yeah, who had yeah. who had he was a double and left and went to double London. agent. Right. So yeah. as a result of that, I don't remember exactly how many countries um, expelled two Russian dozen diplomats. How many? So like, yeah, twenty four. Twenty four and counting. I gotcha. That's I knew that it was high up there, um, and. So we now have responded as well, and Donald Trump gave um, 60 Russian diplomats seven days to leave the country. Um, They're actually already home. Yes, they are now. As of this recording, they are. Um, Yeah. So is that the right response? Like, is that good enough? What do we do now? No. Dude, we never fucking learned. I mean, shit, how many fucking times we got to do this dumb shit? Russia comes out and does something terrible, or some other country does something terrible, and we go, oh, we don't like that. That's what we don't like. Uh, let me kick out a couple of your ambassadors. And then Russia goes, I do not give shit. Do whatever you like. And we go, oh, okay, okay. And nothing changes. <laughs> Literally nothing changes, and it's just really fucking stupid. So, I don't know. Nothing's going to... But what what do we do? What is the proper response for them continually to poison people? War! No, not war. <laughs> but, but I have a question. What is it good for? <laughs> what is it good for? Well, the that enemy a, dies. That's one thing that, that happens. Was a, that was a John Bolton response, right? War! My mustache feeds on blood. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to turn the wrestling off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, man. No, but I'm just saying that, you know, I'm not saying go to war. I'm just saying that whenever people are poisoning people in your country and you're just like, well, you can't come to my party. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Who fucking cares? Yeah. It's not going to do anything. And No, I, yeah. I agree with you. Let's um, use sanctions. Those work every time. Yeah, okay. He, also, <laughs> after was it after we kicked out the diplomats, then – I don't know. Maybe my timeline's wrong. I don't know if the phone call with Trump's Putin phone call happened. Yeah, before that or was after yeah, the so, diplomats were. Go ahead. Uh oh yeah. So he so that was uh he he phone called uh, Putin to congratulate him and then he kicked everyone out. So it was yeah. the phone call was first, right? 
But was it that phone call where the congratulatory phone call was that the one where they had talked about having a meeting at the White do House? Do not congratulate. Yes, yeah, the one that they okay. told him do not congratulate was written on the paper, and he congratulated Putin <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah. What was the title of the memo? Do not congratulate Putin. Um, <laughs> he looked at that and was like, fuck your memo. But <laughs> hold my beer. Hold my Diet Coke. <laughs> that didn't bother me one bit, and I thought it was dumb how everyone was freaking out about that because it's like everyone does that. Again, they're still No, I think it's ally. more just the – I think it's more just another example of Trump not listening to the people who are advising him, and at that point, them throwing honestly, up their hands I, and being like, "Why? Why yeah, are we doing I this?" Would I honestly would not have either. I wouldn't know. if they I were like, "Don't do it." I'd be like, "Whatever, dude, I'm doing it." I don't think that Obama would have congratulated him while you're really because he did. Does it? I I don't think he did. He probably just I'm stayed. Quiet. Pretty sure he did because he definitely definitely did. <laughs> so yeah, two thousand. What was it? Two thousand fourteen. You're making stuff up. Give me something. Not. <laughs> Pull it right now while it's, we're live. That, no, that's common knowledge. <laughs> Everyone knows that he did, and they were immediately drawing parallels, and they're like, well, he didn't just poison someone and, and whatnot. It's like, yeah, I, I know, I get it, but it's not like he hasn't been poisoning people. It's not like Obama was like, well, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. Obama's clean, dude. Obama's clean. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he's, he's this has been his MO for a while. Like, he, he does this to people in Russia, so... I don't know what to tell so, you. He definitely did. So Donald Trump also had made a statement while we're talking about Russia um, about he had told Putin, I guess, that if he wants an arm race, I and I don't, don't know, an arms race, not an arm race. Those are two different things. <laughs> How do you um, race an arm? <laughs> I I, that's arm wrestling, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he had basically said to him that, like, if, if you want an arms race, we'll win it. Um, what is, is that? Just so Trump much winning. It, is that Trump just being Trump in the moment, yeah. and he'll change his mind in thirty seconds? And of course it is. Know. It's like when he calls out people on stage with him and is like, "Yeah, but remember that time you were a dick? I remember." And then just like continues praising the guy as he awkwardly smiles. That's just Trump doing his thing. Like I don't yeah. think it means anything. I mean, but is it dangerous when he's saying that to the? Leader no. of a rival nation? No, no. nothing's going to happen. Just isn't. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Just like they say, everything is dangerous. Everything is like no, no one, no one actually wants to go. I don't know, but us. I mean, wasn't your whole theory that like all this blows up into like North Korea and China and Russia like just joining? Yeah, up? that's something. whenever Trump wasn't in office, no one wants to go to war with Trump but, in office because he'll just fucking nuke you. Like, no <laughs> yeah, questions asked. It'll just fucking. He'll just do it. And like yeah. Obama was, it was like, oh, don't cross that line there. Oh fuck, I gotta draw another line. <laughs> so again, shit. You, you don't do shit whenever fucking. That's like North Korea. You don't fuck with them because dude's fucking crazy. Trump's kind of crazy. He'll just nuke you. So do I don't you think, think the? Gonna... Do you think just to jump back to China for one second because you said North Korea? Do you think that? Uh, Chinese meeting with Kim Jong Un was that a way to undercut Trump's future meeting or no? I don't think like, so. I just think that that's what they've been doing this whole time. I mean, China's been helped this seventy five percent of their economy, you know, of North Korea's economy, trade partner. So it's not like they haven't been doing this. They're just doing it in open now. Yeah, that's, I, that's my I, take. Yeah, <laughs> I tend to kind of agree with you. I still, as far as Trump's up future meeting with um, 
Kim Jong-un. I'm not super excited about that. That doesn't make me comfortable when you get two crazy guys in a room together. You were the fucking Saying, now if the crazy like Brandon would it get you fifteen or something? You were like, we just need to bring them to the table. Like, we just need to have yeah, child. bring them to the with adults, <laughs> not with Donald Trump. Like, well, he's the best you got right now, right? So <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I fucking want it. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's I'm like okay. the truest, the truest I've about my I've previous heard. statement. <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, change so. The so to we'll switch we'll switch paces here. Um, the end of the show is very very female friendly. Um, so before we get into that, we should go into the segment that I am calling Mitch hates women. And oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I know that you were in the break, just talking all kinds of shit about how you hate women superheroes and they're not. <laughs> How can they even be superheroes? They don't have penises. I think that's what you said. Um, Was that it? So, or are yeah. you slandering again? <laughs> yeah. Fucking no, slanderer. That, that was actual. That was me actually <laughs> slandering you. Um, <laughs> my previous story was true. So right. But so go ahead and tell us why you hate women. Well, this is this is where this, this whole conversation came from. Uh, people who know me know that I'm a massive comic book nerd. That's my shit. And they also know that, you know, he I'm, took I'm a, a big... week off for Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, I did. But, and I got to meet Nichelle Nichols and it was awesome. The Star Trek, but still, I'm getting off, I'm getting off topic. I did <laughs> buy the, the, the photo shoot with Stan Lee, but he got, uh, pneumonia and couldn't make it. I was very sad. But, Big thing for me is Jessica Jones. I'm a big Jessica Jones fan, and moreover, I'm a big Kristen, uh, Kristen Ritter fan. I think she's awesome. Uh, I even bought her book. She came out with a new book called Bonfire. It's fucking really good. Read that thing super quick. Really awesome. I fucking hate Jessica Jones season two, and it sucks. <laughs> there's, not, there's a lot of reasons why I don't like it. The story was lacking. David Tennant was not in the, this season, and anyone who's a fan of David Tennant knows the charisma and the just the actor, just the way that he, the presence he brings is really important. But they were really bolstering this season up by saying, like, this is women power, this is female power, and more importantly, this is the first time it's been directed by all women. Every episode was directed by a woman, and now it's going to be better. And it fucking wasn't. <laughs> and it sucks because I just keep seeing people online, and, like, half of them don't know what to do. So there's, like, dudes who are just like, hey, I'm sorry, I really don't think it was good, and just immediately being attacked. And then there's women that I know that are feminist and they're just claiming it's really good. And it's not. It had a very weak plot line. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone. But it, if you watch the first season, you know how strong David Tennant's Purple Man thing was. It kind of is really not good. So, yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. know. It kind of sucks because it, it's, that's something that's dear to me. And I feel like I kind of can't. I can't say it because if you say it online, they're just like "fuck you." It's right. like no. Well, I'll Listen. take some. I'll take some heat. I thought that's what second. you. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I thought profanity is what you got when you mentioned anything online. Right. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Talking <laughs> online was. Right. Yeah. No. Or, or you just get blocked. Um. But right. I'll <laughs> I'll take some heat off you for a second because now I can't go down the same road. It's not the whole it's not the same type of uh for the same reasons or whatever um but i was 
I loved Gatham in the beginning. So while we're sticking to the superhero show series, whatever topic, like I loved Gatham in the beginning. I thought that it was a great idea, right? You watched it longer take... than I did. I did. <laughs> and like, because I was into the whole thing. It had a lot of potential. Well, and I I kind of accepted its flaws as, okay, this is somebody else's take on Batman, and this is more a story about the villains and whatever. Yeah, it's just on Earth 34 or something, so it it doesn't matter. It's a different take. Yeah, but as the show went on, like, I don't – I can't watch it anymore. And what sucks is, like, the actor that plays, like, the drum character who's the Joker, like, the show writers can't make up their fucking minds ever, and that's a big problem I have with the show is I feel like – they try to adapt too much to what their fans are saying online and then they fuck up the story. So, but, <laughs> but then the problem then too is like, you never had a vision. You were, you're just winging this shit. Yeah. So stop winging this shit. Um, and that's, uh, it's funny you brought that up though, because I literally like an hour and a half ago saw a preview and it was very Joker heavy, Jerome yeah. heavy, but come on, he's the Joker. And right. It like I was watching it and going like, oh fuck! If he's the main focus for the season, which is what it looked like it was, I'm gonna fucking watch this shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, he I was really try. good in that little two minute I know, trailer. I dude, he's the best. Like, I actually like. I'm he's got like a Heath Ledger so- voice that he's doing now, and it fucking Here- works. Here's where here's where everybody everybody forgets about Mitch's hatred of women and just focuses on the <laughs> fact that like I think he is better than Heath Ledger as the Joker. Like I really do. I think I haven't seen I th- enough. Heath Ledger was pretty fucking spot I on. I think for he me. I think he's as good. My favorite Joker has always been Mark Hamill's in like adaptation of the Joker. He's very campy. Um, and this to me is like a mix between like the way that this character does the Joker. Um, it, it's very much Heath Ledger meets Mark Hamill. And I, I yeah. like, I think he's, I actually TV, like So he's still like TV yep. campy, but he's got that Heath Ledger fucking terrifying quality, at least in the trailer that I just watched. And yeah, that's why I stopped but they watching just got, again, But they, went, they just went so off the rails for me with Gotham where it was just like, all right, you guys aren't even making sense. Like, you just changed Poison Ivy from being eight to being, like, 24 because fucking Suicide Squad came out and you needed a sexy bitch on TV. Like, let's just, that's, let's just face that it, was man. The... DC doesn't know what they're doing, whether it's the DCEU or the DC fucking TV division. Like, they came out with one really good season of Arrow. Well, there was, like, two good seasons of Arrow, one really good season of The Flash. And that was just fucking it. And it's because they took their time with it. And now there's less like, oh, we got to pump it out. We got, you know, oh, people like Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn movie. Get going on it. Oh, they don't like it anymore. Fuck. We got to do something else. They don't know what they're doing. Ben Affleck's being sad or something. <laughs> and it's just like I could go on for fucking days about the mismanagement by uh, is it Fu- Fu- Fukakari Fukushima. What's his name? The guy who uh- is. He's in charge of the DC unit, but he's he's no fucking Kevin Feige. Dude, you're Feige. way more of a nerd than me. I have no idea. Like, well, what? God damn it! No idea. <laughs> but I do. But I do agree with you that DCEU. Like, yeah, we could go. We could do a whole Get podcast your shit together. On, like, what the fuck? Um, Jesus, man. Yeah. But we won't. We'll just. We'll, I think we've derailed the show enough on the nerd Same to shit. you, Jessica Jones. Get your shit together because there are some good Jessica Jones stories out there involving Power Man or and just all sorts of cool shit and Heroes for Hire and Danny Rand, which you've already ruined as well. So get your shit together, Marvel. I know you're listening. Yeah. So now 
um, switch it from Mitch's hatred to a woman that I hate, but for different reasons. <laughs> um, Laura Ingram is on vacation, and she'll be wait, back. I'm. You think so? Fox I, already came out and defended her, like today. They. Mm, that's who they that's didn't. Who need. she works for, right? Yeah, I mean it is. So maybe you're right, but to me, it still feels like the Bill O'Reilly vacation. Like no, there were. I can't remember what the statement said, but it was just like we're not bending to, <laughs> wow, to just political. I have a statement. Wow. <laughs> I can't remember what, exactly what it said, but it was something. It, along so the, the statement of, was: um, we cannot and will not tolerate voices or allow voices to be censored by agenda-driven intimidation efforts. Yes, um, and I agree. For Fox referring to her. I don't like Laura Ingram. But okay, I do. I, don't, I do agree that I don't it, think it's it an agenda. I mean. Come on. Of course it's an agenda. It was a ridiculous you can, backlash you can, for something that she said. Intimidation that, effort? Like, Of course it was. He, he immediately came out she with said, like, here are all of her She said something about donors. him first. What? She, but he, he, she talked about him being rejected by schools first. Who gives a shit? Who the fuck cares? And then he whined about it. Well, who gives a shit if a kid wants to protest the Fox <laughs> News host? Yeah, but again, it's for the same reasons. It's he was like just more successful. It's not like he's a saint and she's the the evil one here. They're both being stupid, and uh, I've been the only I, one who yeah, has really impressed me is uh, what's the girl's name? The shaved head, Gonzalez. Uh, what's, yeah, I, or Martinez? I, what's her name? I can't. I don't remember. I can't remember either. But she's the only one that's impressed me with this this whole. Like I, I've watched uh, the Hogmeister, Mister Hog, whatever his name is. <laughs> this is who David, we're talking David about Hogg. now, David Hog. Yeah. And the dude just he isn't a he isn't eloquent a he's saying or b he's saying dumb shit like he came out and said that anyone who supported the NRA is like basically a murderer and it was like yeah well this is why people don't like you don't yeah. say dumb shit I g- but look yeah. I get it but I, I think that she is, I, I do get to claim that, that same thing about Trump though well I also I think but, she's like, incredibly just petty saying dumb shit for yeah her attack on him um, which I think we can all agree on but I I think that. The, like I don't reach so far as to intimidation. Like he did what, like what anybody what would our generation do. does. It's just like go fucking take out their sponsors. If right. you if you like them, well, and, and again, and this is something that I don't like because I've seen that we've seen this with Adpocalypse. But this is on, it's capitalism, baby. Like that's it what, is capitalism. It, yeah, and, it's and up again, to the companies play. to decide oh. if they want to be affiliated with her. Yeah, it's entirely fair play. But again, I, I don't like the holier-than-thou aspect to it, where it's like, no, you can't disagree with me. You can't say anything about me, because then I'm going to say, I'm going to come over to your sponsors and say, we're going to just say that you're horrible people if you don't. And of course, sponsors are supposed to be market-friendly, and they're going to say, oh, well, shit, we'll just drop this person. And you know they react quickly. So again, I don't like it, because I think it's a dirty tactic. Now, it doesn't make what she did any better, but also he's right. out calling everyone murderers. Everyone's fucking stupid. So well, I, I don't, don't like how I, I you, don't disagree you can't with you. call him. You can't call the Hogmeister an asshat, even though he's acting like an asshat. And you can't. Apparently, you have to just hate Laura Ingram, even though she didn't do anything that was that bad. She just made fun of a kid. She made fun of a kid. That sucks. But she yeah. made fun. She did make fun. Of she a made kid fun of a, a school like shooting victim for not getting killed, into college. Like, right. Yeah, that sucks. But again, they are on the public stage now. So like, every. Again, everything is fair game. Yeah, He's but come out and dude, call let's like, like yeah, can, but let's remember what put him there. Like, yeah, you know? again, I get it, but that doesn't make it off limits. 
that that's that's a ridiculous mindset to me. It's no, like, it's okay. fine. It's not off limits, but it is petty, and if it, it is petty, causes, absolutely. And if it causes advertisers to go, yeah, I'd rather not be affiliated with some petty chick who just says ridiculous shit and takes shots exactly. at kids because she's dumb and she doesn't like what their argument is. Then that's capitalism. Like that's yeah, free and market. I, I, I totally agree. I just don't like how it's painted as. Mr. Hogmeister is, is the guy, and you can't say anything against him. I think you're he's... being offensive at this. I love, <laughs> I love <laughs> that you refer to him as the Hogmeister. I don't even oh care. My God. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't care. But yeah, it's just like online, you just can't say anything about this kid. And I'm watching this. I've watched like four interviews with him. I'm like, this kid's just no. You can a bunch say stuff about shit. him. I think what I think what your your uh, complaints about him calling people murderers and having misinformation yeah. and shit like those are all fair things to say about any of those the, kids. I can't remember no what matter her name how is, they got the ball... put onto the stage. But when you're just yeah. taking shots, when you're when you're trying to low blow somebody just because you're being a dick and you don't like their agenda, then that's like, what he's doing. Okay, too. here's the consequences. <laughs> so, and that's right? the whole point. My whole point is that it's all fair game. So it's fair what he did. I think it's a dirty play, but she was doing a dirty play too. So I think that right. all of it is fair. I just don't like the holier than thou aspect where they're trying to claim that one's better than the other, and they're not. Everyone's fucking yeah, stupid here. I mean, that's fair. I, yeah. I'll, I'll take. I'll, yeah, I can meet you there. <laughs> um, but so what is what is this? Because uh, the one that I really have been impressed with the only one of these kids that have, that have come out and they're not the only kids guys. That's the thing that I keep seeing as well. It's like, Oh, these kids are doing it. It's like, no, you guys have censored all of the conservative kids that have come out and started talking. They just don't play those guys because they're there right. too. And they're acting like these are the only two people. But uh, the girl really impressed me. She came out for during that March and she had a really powerful moment where she, uh, instead of giving her speech, she was silent for the amount of time that the, the shooter was yeah, shooting. It was six minutes and, and seventeen seconds, or something like that. And then, I, and then I really liked—I can't remember exactly what she said, but I really like how she followed it up. Like she, she came out with. She's not just name calling. She's not just being rude. Like she seems like she's actually got things to say. So, she was I like the one that who was, She was the one who was depicted ripping the Constitution. Yes, and I can't. Remember, yeah. I keep thinking something. I keep thinking Emma Gonzalez, and that's not right. And I keep no. thinking it, and I keep searching it, and it's not <laughs> showing anything up because that's not her name. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I well, I had originally thought I didn't know that that was Fox's statement on the thing. I yeah, she'll I, be fine. So I do agree with you. Yeah, she should be, be fine. It, uh, the way that the when I first walked into this story, like when I first saw it, like oh my god, all this they're they're abandoning Laura Ingram. I was like, oh shit, what'd she say? I was like, that's it. That's fucking nothing. Yeah, I don't like, think it was. I don't think it was anything. I just think it was a dumb thing to say about was. somebody in the situation. Like, and I think it's like, that, oh, devil's advocate made fun of. I don't know someone that we always make fun of. <laughs> no, I agree. That's why we don't have sponsors <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> did you hear what Brandon said about, about Alabama? That's <laughs> right. So again, it's how much like, how much right. hater? And it's a good thing we don't have sponsors because a few minutes ago, no one corrected me when I said that bitch. But like, I shouldn't have used that term, right? Like, <laughs> I all I did it. cringe. I, I will go on, on record saying that everyone <laughs> who's listening put Brandon on blast because we need to lose some sponsors over this. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> no, man, I like if you like listen to it back, I said it and then I just got quiet and was like, do I uh, oh. how do I address the fuck? I'll just wait. <laughs> like, well, I won't I'll, sponsor you anymore, so Don't sponsor you have to me. Deal with that. I don't want you to you be my sponsor anyway. You're you're no fun. You don't let me do the things I like. So <laughs> Um All right. So let's get into another one. Frank, I'm hoping that you have an article on this one. Um Kellyanne Conway, is she the leaker? Is this the Washington Massacre? Who knows? Um I do. The answer is no. <laughs> you don't think so? So yeah, so this story is there's an author, uh Ronald Kessler. He has a book coming out called The Trump White House, Changing the Rules of the Game. <clears throat> and um, he asserts in this book that, uh, that yeah, she is the leaker. Kellyanne Conway is the reason leaks are still happening. Who's saying this? So, who is it? I'm sorry? Are you saying someone's claiming that she's who? the leaker? Yeah. It's that's... it's Ronald Kessler. He wrote a book called uh, The Trump White House, Changing the Rules of the Game. That's coming oh, is out. he uh, fire and he interviewed... part two? Yeah, basically. <clears throat> no, it's actually a pro. It's a very pro-Trump book. He defends Trump, but he claims that Kellyanne Conway has so been it's the Fire and Fury two presented from the other side. Like, right? That's what With it all is. The it's Fire and Fury two. Like, Trump. He really <laughs> does have the biggest dick. It's the biggest. <laughs> I've seen it. I was thoroughly impressed. <laughs> I don't know why the author has Trump's voice either, but I imagine that. <laughs> imagine all Trump's. He's the author. Too. It's the a new author order. Everyone Trump, has guys. to talk he's, like Trump. He's pretending to be his own <laughs> his own biographer. <laughs> it was so big. That's um, right. No, I no, don't think Kellyanne Conway is. I don't think she. I don't think she is. I don't think she is either. I think it, I hate her. I do not like Kellyanne Conway at all. But I think that she is one of his most effective tools. And yeah. while I don't like her, I would hire her for my team because Fuck I, yeah. I like. I think she's. I think she is effective. I think she's like Sarah Sanders in that respect that like I like Sarah Sanders. It doesn't like, matter really how don't. much it doesn't it doesn't matter how much truth you say to them. They can look you in the face and make the truth seem like a fucking twisted mess of words where yeah. you're like they just like they're really good at lying and bullshitting and that's effective yeah. for him. So I mean obviously anyone in that in Sarah Sanders or uh, Huckabee Sanders, whatever her name is. The, they're Anyone, part of the spin team, both of them. Conway and Sanders are just White yeah. House spin team. Like, but yeah, just like anyone in that position that we've seen it. Yeah, exactly. They always have their, their talking points and whatnot. And I always feel really bad for her because they are just vicious to this woman. And I really, she strikes me as a pretty genuine person, regardless she, of her position. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is they're the same way that – that Fox and the conservative media is to the Obama White House. They're being yeah. lied to no matter who and they are. Like the media is being lied to because they're Yeah, I mean that's the whole the point. Who the fuck would of get up position. there and tell you right, who would get up there and tell you what's really going on? That's like <laughs> which is <laughs> funny because if you to it. if you remember at the beginning of the show, we were like like a year ago, everybody was all pissed off about how like oh Sean he's spicy. not he's not doing daily briefings anymore. And now a year later, we're going well. They fucking lie anyway. So do we even need them? If you remember, like, I'm I'm sure I've said it on the the show before where I was like I don't even we don't even need this position. I don't understand why we have it because they do have their talking points. They don't change. And now, especially more than ever, it's just the media coming in I, there to fucking dick around. But I with do her. think I do think the reason that we need them is because if they weren't lying to us, we would have no details, and no details is 
scarier than being just, lied to. Just open a Twitter account, and there you go. You got everything you need. That's fucking horrifying, dude. Like That's true. Have you read his going. Twitter you account? Think, yeah. You think it's going to be any different when the next president gets on? They're going to take Twitter and do the same thing. Not mm. in the way he does. No. Yeah, I like I, I love DACA. <laughs> I hate DACA. <laughs> But they're still going to use the the platform. You don't need this fucking position. Like it, it's stupid, yeah. in my opinion. Oh, that, that's no. that's very true. I mean, Trump used Twitter, but they used it in a much more like the way it, uh, an Arby's would use a Twitter handle. You know, a corporate <laughs> cleaning over it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, all right, I've got one more story, and this is actually the story that I've been excited about um, for the entire week for. For a couple of different reasons. Um, so last week, Roseanne came, de- re-debuted. Um, they, they brought this back to ABC. And as everybody knows by now, because 18.6 million viewers, which is fucking huge, um, th- that it, it was very, very political. Um, the... Connor family are Trump supporters, except for Aunt, Aunt Jackie, um, and I guess not probably. Well, not even Darlene. the Connors. I would say like only really Roseanne is like made out to be a Trump, and they never say the name Trump or Hillary exactly, which I love. Right? They <laughs> you're right. They just say he and she. They use the pronouns. Um, Actually, ironically, the only person who gets a mention by name is Jill Stein, but she's turned into like a, a like a essentially yeah. a punchline which i guess you know kind of kind of is <laughs> which was actually it, it was a hilarious punchline like i actually liked i appreciated that joke a lot um because um well i for anybody who hasn't watched it go watch it and then probably address it at some other point too i don't want to spoil it because i actually haven't it's a it's a two-part episode i've only seen the first part so far but i feel like i've seen enough that we can get through this um so the reason I was excited about this initially is because, first of all, I thought it was coming back to Netflix. I didn't know it was coming back to TV, so I wasn't expecting there to be a huge story the day afterwards. Um, and the uh, so so there was that. Um, and then I, you know, I've said many times the the majority of the way that I consume the news is through conservative media conservative radio so when i woke up when i woke up tuesday morning and drove to work um republicans were losing their shit this is a show about us for us and this is the greatest thing ever and stick it to liberal hollywood and all this crazy shit and i laughed initially because the clips they were playing to me made roseanne sound dumb as shit and i was like i don't think they (laughs) get it like i don't think they know that she's a punchline um but then I heard the clips that they were playing of Aunt Jackie, the uber Hillary Clinton liberal, and she is also very much a punchline. And I actually think that they did a very good job on this show. I was expecting to... I never was really a huge Roseanne fan, um, but I was expecting yeah, really much. to not think that it was very funny. Um I was expecting to think that uh, 
that that like okay whatever and i was actually kind of expecting to be annoyed by how political it was and i was none of the above i actually thought that the jokes I, were funny i was uh, a little bit what's that just, i i thought they tried to i thought i was a little annoyed i thought they tried to have their cake and eat it too a little bit with the um they tried to make I, it too like in the moment like they're it's all about the election it's all about like they have a son who's serving in Syria. One of their uh, grandkids is, you know, not I, transgender, I but you know, so I think wait, they it's, went it's during like, the election. They, they tried to cram in everything that's topical into one story. Episode. And while I think it's interesting, I just think it it or one episode rather. Yeah, I would so, not um, after I, the I election. Is during the election. Much. No, it's after it's, the election. It's, it's, it's okay. now. It's but a, basically, it's a so, year after the election, so roughly, yeah, roughly now. Basically, the story is that like it's it's present time, but because of the election, because Roseanne and Jackie disagree on candidates, they haven't talked for a year. So this episode <laughs> is the first time that uh, that they are meeting back up because Darlene has moved yeah. back home and she's invited her over and whatever. And so, yeah, they do run through a bunch of shit. And I, I will accept that criticism because I kind of yeah. felt that way too, where I was like, man, they're really getting everything in. Like, you I'd know, like they to did... see it now. I didn't, I never planned on watching it, but I do say, cause I, I look at a lot of MSNBC cause that's just like my main go-to if I want to see what the liberals are doing. Lame. And well, <laughs> they're pretty fucking liberal. So they were just like, uh, as you might expect, just in complete meltdown mode over this show. And, uh, well, the articles from BuzzFeed and MSNBC were all like, fuck this, fuck anyone who likes it. The comment section was filled with a ton of people who were like, I really liked this, and I'm about as liberal as it fucking gets. Yeah, I don't (laughs) understand. I don't understand the hate for it. Like, I was expecting... Like I said, I went into this kind of with like a shit-eating grin, expecting it to be a spoof of the people who actually yeah. liked it, and it's not. It's an, it's a spoof of both extremes. It's a spoof. I believe of, it was uh, BuzzFeed that claimed it was normalizing Trump's Nazism. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that might be a that might be a wow, fucking guys. step too far. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was BuzzFeed. I'd have to double check there. But keep yeah, in mind was, that the the only character in the show that's pro-Trump is Roseanne, and she's the character that is most often says things that are foolish, so... Right. Like, well, I, I don't know I about do that. They, I'm they, pretty sure everyone on that I, show says dumb shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a sitcom. I mean, they Every, do, but she's the most brash. She's the least, like... She's the she's the one that says that. I mean, besides Darlene, maybe she's the one that says the most, you know, like, plain in I your do face. Think, though, don't care I, about sparing feelings. I do feelings. think it's... I do think it's funny for the for the Republicans that I heard on Fox Radio, at least in St. Louis, that were like, this is a show for us, about us. It was like, you do realize, though, that Roseanne has always been like the white trash family on TV. I don't know that I want to <laughs> yeah. like attach so, myself yeah. to that. Um, right. Did you guys you know? see the, the controversy with Roseanne tweeting? It's always Twitter, man. Well, yeah, um, uh, Trump yeah, well, said something like, "Oh, she, your your ratings were so good." No, well, and she was like, "Yeah." Well, no, she, okay, that happened, but then Roseanne came out and said, uh, "President Trump has freed so many children held in bondage to pimps all over this world, hundreds each month. He has broken up traffic rings in high places everywhere." Um, and well, like, we do know quite I a few of those prisoners. Know what that she's he, talking about? Well, come on, we all watched it. She got that Egyptian woman out. She uh, Trump. I can't. There was been like, at least like four or five of those people that he's gotten out of other countries north korea 
You don't remember those? Yeah. Okay. Is that something that he's done yeah. like with a gun and like John McClaning? Like, doesn't every president get hostages? <laughs> yeah. out? Well, they didn't. I, I mean, clearly, did we do that with Iranians like Obama and... was trying to get this this Egyptian woman out. She's the one that stands out in my head. But I know there's been. Here's others. the thing. I I do remember those things, but I'm not buying that Roseanne remembers those things. So I still think something's up. Because <laughs> um, no one's as smart as Brandon. Roseanne <laughs> no, definitely I, doesn't know as much as Brandon. I just don't think Roseanne is. But no, actually, I do. <laughs> I think I think I think that. They were actually genius for this. Maybe. We'll see. It was one episode. <laughs> so, you know, we could see if the rating the ratings aren't gonna stay at eighteen point six every fucking week. We know that. No, everyone um, was just curious because BuzzFeed and MSNBC were freaking out so much. Right. But this could be something good for like the Yeah, I don't think it's as volatile as it was before. Like I said, I do think that you know everyone's I think everybody the world I, hasn't ended. We are in a pretty good economic spot. This Does is a good opportunity. Yeah. To, I mean, this is a good opportunity to. It's for gonna everybody. pick back up. What's that? You know, it's gonna pick back up though. When we get to towards midterms, oh, or yeah, fuck yeah, make, like, no, we're, that's we're, fine. This I is, get we're it, in the but, eye of a storm here. <laughs> but I actually think I actually think that this show, if if every episode, here's what I took from it. I was able to laugh at the person being depicted as the Trump supporter who I don't identify with, but I was also able to laugh at the super extreme Aunt Jackie who is like the extreme side of the side that I more identify with, the the liberal side. Um, so I think that this might be a good experiment to where we can all sit down and laugh at ourselves. Like, it's yeah. good to laugh at the other side, but it's also good to know that your side is fucking ridiculous, too. And it's yeah. okay and again, to laugh at I, it. And if that's the I've experiment, s- then that's that's genius, and there might be a niche for that. Yeah, and I hope I hope so, because, again, that has been my biggest criticism of the Repu- or of the... Everyone knows my criticism of the Republican Party, that they, they were playing the holier-than-thou card for way too fucking long. But yeah. I think that now the Democrats have they they're doing that now where it's not I'm right it's I'm righteous and you guys need, and I think the Democrats need to sit down and be like okay some of the stuff we say is is silly right but <laughs> I think like, but I we think we can't laugh you, at it I right and I think that's I think that's what's the what'll be the interesting experiment here too because I and I w- was talking to my dad about it because my dad had watched Roseanne a little bit um you know when it was on but not too much um but. I, you know, so he had watched this too, and we were talking about it. I said, this could be a cool, it, this could be an interesting thing because, like, you know, we watch shows. There are a lot of shows where politics are talked about, and politics is the punchline. But the difference here between Roseanne and Saturday Night Live is Trump supporters watching Saturday Night Live feel like, or are made to feel like the punchline. At least right. with watching Roseanne, like everybody's the punchline and right that, you know, that is a huge difference because saturday night live i can't watch because it's just like i'm not stupid and you're pretending that i'm stupid and it it's it, not funny for me like it's not fun to sit down and watch it because as you said i'm going to be the punchline of every joke right everything is going to end in republicans are fucking stupid keep in mind then that when you go into this when you do watch this that you're still going to be the punchline but you're not because you're not that guy you're not the guy who's like oh shit like we have kids and i don't know where my gun is (laughs) like that's that's not you (laughs) um so right i'm sure the difference between that and saturday night live is like 
Saturday Night Live comes out and is like, I'm just a Trump supporter because I'm dumb as fuck. Right. <laughs> and like with this, it's like, hey, this character is this character. Right. So a so, bit of a difference there. I also thought, too, kudos to them for like how they handled – because if you remember, John Goodman dies at the end of the last one. And like so they reference that, and then they reference like the book or whatever that Roseanne was – was writing um and so i don't know i thought they did some clever things i do agree I thought he's that, not dead that he no he's not dead but they like they write that off what the fuck he, man because he did die <laughs> shut up mitch um <laughs> so anyway anybody it's else not canon <laughs> Anybody else have anything to add? Go watch it if you haven't. Like I, I haven't I do, watched it, but I will. I'll, I'll check it out. I do recommend it. I think that it is, uh, it is an interesting thing, and I hope that I do hope that they don't try to throw that much shit. Into I do every have one episode. more thing to to say about it, just because um, I get there's a picture of Roseanne as Hitler. That <laughs> Everybody's Hitler. That is. Uh, no no it's totally real though and i'm not joking when i say that like there's no there's nothing to that it actually is a picture of her dressed up as hitler cooking jewish cookies and putting them in the oven but but, what the fuck (laughs) like yeah and they were just like all my liberal friends were just passing it around like look at this oh my god and then like everyone in the comments was like no this is a jewish satire magazine she's fucking jewish like She's just making a joke. It's still not okay. They're like, no, I mean, it's just, it was a joke. And, like, it's literally a Jewish magazine. So, but it is real. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought that was funny, though, because that was the level of meltdown that BuzzFeed and MSNBC were having. They were like, nah, Nazis. We need to find that, and that needs to be the image. I will send it to you as soon as we're (laughs) off this thing, because it's hilarious. Because without, like, people will go into this show thinking that we hate Roseanne. <laughs> um, so they actually, I actually thought that this was good. So definitely check it out if you haven't. And hopefully it stays good because I would like to see it be something that that both sides can, like, it's still political, but it's something that I would hope that people can sit down at dinner and be like, all right, like, this is fun. So yeah. um, anyway. All right. Well, I think that's that's enough for this week. So remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at TDAP2017. Um, shows are avail- available weekly on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are found. Remember to like, subscribe, share, and review on um, iTunes. That would be awesome. We very much appreciate those. And, you know, don't piss me off or I'll make your name the first fucking sentence (laughs) of the goddamn episode. That's what we learned today, right? So, uh, yeah, with that, here it is, your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. There's plenty of uh, negative uh, items in the book and and juicy tidbits in the book. For example, uh, Hope Hicks is the number one leaker. And uh, she... uh, Hope Hicks or Kellyanne Conway? I'm sorry, Kellyanne. Yeah, Kellyanne Conway. (laughs) 